chug a lug, chug a lug. Make you want to holler, hidey ho. Burns your tummy, don't you know? Chug a lug, chug a lug. Grape wine in a mason jar, homemade and brought to school by a friend of mine in after class. Me and him and this the fool decided we'll drink up what's left. Chug a lug, so I held myself. First time for everything, mmm, my ears still rang. Chug a lug, chug a lug. Make you wanna holler, hidey ho. Burns your tummy, don't you know? Chug a look, chug a look, 4-H and FFA On a field trip to the farm Me and a friend sneak off behind This big old barn where we uncovered This covered up moonshine still And we thought we'd drank or filled I swanted it with a smile I run ten miles, chug a look, chug a look Make you wanna holler, hidey ho Jukebox and sawdust floor Something like I ain't never seen Heck, I'm just going on 15 But with the help of my finagling uncle I get snuck in For my first taste of sin I said, let me have a big old sip I done a double backflip Chug-a-lug, chug-a-lug Make you wanna holler, hidey ho Burns your tummy, don't you know Chug a look, chug a look, chug 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 a look. No Bros Podcast. <laughs> Conversations on beer. And random, random, random other stuff. Episode 13. I'm Ezzy Haft. I'm Tyler Palmer. Nailed it again. Always. Perfect. We're crispy right now. Not crispy drunk, but we're on point. Oh, always. Always. Always on point. Always on Fleet Week. Speaking of Fleet Week. Um, yeah. So let's, we're going <laughs> to be... There's our intro. Always there's our intro. Fleet. Bam, it's Speaking good. Speaking of Fleet Week. Uh, we're going to be tugging on a beer that yeah. came off a tugboat. No yeah, let's reason. drop this anchor and stay here. Oh, God. I just want to steam one into my mouth. <laughs> Is that a saying? Yeah. We're drinking I, anchor steam, if you could guess. I, I want to anchor steam one right down my gullet. Oh, I'm a, just... Get, yeah, steam it in my mouth. Beer steam. I'll tell you what real beer steam is. It's a fucking fart. Yeah, I yeah. reckon. I don't want to get in with what makes fart noises. Is this conversations on farts? <laughs> no. Cofros? Cofros. <laughs> so dumb. So we wanted to kind of jump away from a shitty beer to a good beer with rad branding. Um... And we're dropping Anchor in San Francisco because we are enjoying the Anchor Steam Beer from Anchor Brewing. Pretty iconic. It's, uh, it's the beer I think of when I think of San Francisco beers. I, I, I couldn't tell you that you were wrong. I can't think of another San Francisco beer just off the top of my head. Not off the top of my head. Yeah, we just kind of wanted to not drink dog shit for one week and enjoy something good, and this is good. Yeah, if you guys listen to our snake bite, we've had co- uh, camo. Camo? I can't even say it because it's so disgusting. It tainted your tongue so bad you can't pronounce its name. Yeah, so we're cleansing cleansing the taint a little bit yeah. of our tongues. <laughs> Just gonna scrub that shit clean. Just scrubbing our taint tongues. We're gonna clean. wipe a little long, and we're going to enjoy the their like flagship beer, the the Anchor Steam beer, and it's traditional, Steiny esque bottle. Yeah, is that a twelve ounce bottle? Or is it like uh, 11.5 or something weird like that? No, they crammed 12 ounces in here. <laughs> I think they filled... The bottle's 11.5 ounces, but they crammed 12 into it. Yeah, you can't... When you open it, just on a flat surface, please, guys. Because it's, yeah, it's full. otherwise face, neck, chest. Yeah, yeah. It's Explosions. not... <laughs> it's not a bag of chips where they only fill up half. I'd like to, I'd like to look at one of these. Yeah, grab one. How do we normally do this on the podcast? Uh, let's canalize <laughs> this beast. Do you want to? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we're drinking these twelve ounce bottles. Let's uh, start at the tip. Uh, tell us what. Tell us what we have here. We have one of the finest bottle caps in the goddamn game. It's fucking gorgeous. It is fucking gorgeous. You have an awesome anchor. It's basically you have um, blue enamel printed on a gold cap, so the gold showing through as the ground. Oh, and it's so good. You have a pretty traditional wood block etched style anchor. Uh, which is in a circular crest of sorts that kind of wraps around the circumference of the uh, bottle cap. 
And it says, American's first craft brewery. Use opener. We will be the judge of that, but I'm not going to argue. Not going to argue. And we've said first craft brewer a few times. Sam Adams said it. Mm-hmm. Sierra Nevada never claimed it. We claimed it for them. We claimed it for them. <laughs> it's not a podcast about accuracies. I'm bringing that back. It will never be. Never be. <laughs> Let's slide on down the neck. Oh, we got a sweet <laughs> neck label, um, which got Dr. Bronner's as fuck on us. And it's... It's um, a lot of typeface crammed into it. But, but, in their defense... Yes. It's all facing the same direction. Yeah. You know, you don't have you don't have vertical type. You don't nope. have, you know, like Dr. Bronner's will cram it wherever they can. This is at yeah. least... It is a... It's crowded as fuck, though. It's a, There's no room to breathe. Three, it's five-point Three paragraphs? Type. Yeah. In it's the, the first paragraph of, of a story. But it's a nice pulpy paper. I like the feel of the paper. It's oh, it's... No, it's awesome. Like, the whole yeah. the whole bottle, like, it's kind of a steiny bottle, but it's got, like, an actual... It feels like an actual paper label. Not, like, glossy or anything. No. There's there's matte to it. It it feels like a beer that you would grab back in the 1950s, 1960s, 1970s. Very true to era. Which we will get into when they... The, yeah. So we get a little repeat of the trademark anchor in the center, which kind of breaks apart these two paragraphs, um, a.k.a. I, I, chapter I'm, 1, Chapter 2. Yeah. Story. <laughs> I'm going to say, like, for the sake of our listeners, just, just buy it or... Read it on your own. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's worth drinking because this is one of... Uh, this is a Cobra-approved beer. We'll get into rating it shortly. But uh, there's a lot of very, very small type that requires glasses to yeah. fucking decode. But below is... that, though, we get to the main label. Yeah. So we have a oval that is orangish-yellow. And we have a banner across the top in red that is a hand-done slab serif typeface. kind of looks like if you dropped the banner in water and it's starting to sink and float around and get jostled. Uh, it does, yeah. And, uh, you know, all the letter forms follow the banner, which is cool. It's hard to do, hand done, and keep that consistency. Yeah. Right below that, you have... The anchor, again. The, the awesome anchor. They really want bigger. you to know that this is anchor. Yeah, yeah. in case you can't read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me that one. Oh, no, I'll, I'll have the anchor. The one with the anchor on it. See, now there's the no depictions of steam. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to depict steam it's accurately. It's not a perfect uh, pictogram. You're like, oh, it's the bushy anchor because of the uh, hops on the left and the weed on the right. Which oh, is the bushy anchor. It's so funny like how every... It seems like a lot of the beer labels all have like hops on one side, weed on the other, mm-hmm. and then divided by something. They just happen to choose an anchor on this one, but it, it looks fucking classy. It looks it good. It looks old-timey. It looks like, I don't know, like 1930s, 40s. A, a it gets year. an A. It's an f- entire package for me. It gets a complete A in my grading system for, like, design. Cause... Oh, design-wise? Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, even with the two bar- paragraphs wrapped around the neck in the smallest of fonts, yeah. it looks fucking beautiful. I can look past that. You know, it's not a full A+, plus because of some of those dumb reasons, and I don't want to be too nitpicky. But, I mean, it looks the part. Yeah. It looks like beer. It, it looks like beer. It looks doesn't like look beer. like soda pop. Yeah. Uh, the most important thing, though, of the this main label that we have not gotten to is the very bottom, where arcing around the bottom of the oval, it says, made in San Francisco since 1896. Wow, it's been a while. It's been a while. Been a while. That's 120 years? Yes. Cool, my math's right. Math is dead on. 120 years? It is. Uh, which, uh, we'll get into that history once we... Let's crack these. Crack these, cheer someone, and uh, get to it. Always reach for the lucky logger church key. It's one of my favorites. That's what you cracked yours with. I'm mm-hmm. going to crack mine with the... Uh, it's the Ham's one that we got. I think maybe from Keysbot, but it's... Surfing bear on there? No, it just says uh, Theo Ham on it. St. Paul, Minnesota. So, who should be cheers, bud? Well, seeing as this is a San Francisco beer, I think we should uh, salute our... Finger fangs. Oh, the San Francisco Cobras? That's right. Uh, yeah. Jesse Daniels, uh, Jay Harrikay, Your sister. Uh, Why wasn't she first, dude? Okay. Well, we give her so much. <laughs> yeah, Cosmic Bud. Cosmic Bud. Uh, Washley. Ooh. Um, 
You guys know John, who you are. Jo- like I think little Charlie Parker. Charlie Parker. Little Charlie Parker. <laughs> so much dorker. And all the other ones that I'm totally fucking forgetting. Uh, Goose was one for a second. Goose was one for a second. Yeah. Uh, we miss you, Goose. We do miss you, Goose. We'll have to get to the New York t- teams one of these days. Brooklyn Lager. Brooklyn Lager. Uh, anyways, yeah, cheers to the San, Fran- San Francisco Fingal Fangs. Yep. yep, that's how that's I remember pretty it. Pretty goddamn good. Kind of refreshing from um, that goddamn camouflage. Oh my, my god, mouth. are you kidding me? It's it's like mouthwash compared to that nut. That sounds bad. <laughs> it's a cleanser. Cleanser. It's cleansing my palate. It's fucking delicious. Anchor steam beer. It, would it be closer to a lager? Uh, I would say that it's more of a lager. It um, tastes better than most lagers I know. It does. It's well. It's got more flavor than a lager. Yeah. It's funny because steam beer is actually a thing that I I didn't know existed, but apparently there's California steam beer, which is an old style of brewing that Anchor Brewing is the last company to do. Yeah. It's basically they use lager yeast uh, at warmer fermentation. They don't like refrigerate stuff. Blah blah blah. They it's, didn't have the means to because this started during the gold rush in San Francisco. So the nearest source of ice was the Sierra Nevadas, and they couldn't get ice to the brewery in time before right. it melted. So they developed a way where beer would sit on top of the roof during the cool mornings and evenings in the really like shallow um, big pan. So it's basically kind of like uh, one of those cheesy outdoor pools that you would get. Right. It would probably be only about seven inches deep maybe five inches deep right, right. and okay, so cool. the beer would be cooling on the roofs and so it looked like the roofs of anchor steam brewery were, was steaming oh shit really yeah. that's how okay that's I how it got the name of steam beer steam beer oh fuck so it's basically a lager but it's made as a steam beer yeah because now i don't know how how they classify this as a steam Beer, I think it's probably a little outdated as a term. Yeah, when I was looking at their site, they they had the traditional copper vats. Right. Yeah, I don't think that they're but, still like doing the kiddie pool on top of the building. No, but the tops are open, so I think it aerates the same way mm. with in a controlled environment. Right. right so you don't have obviously. bird shit in there. You don't have any weirdness. Oh, any flying. Oh god, <laughs> flavor. Hmm. So it's more of a controlled environment, but. The beer is aerated on the top. Oh, it's not a conical top that keeps everything locked in. Well, the more you know. Because uh, this will be our first and probably last steam beer on the podcast. Because I don't think there's another one. As far as I know? No. No. What are your like flavor profiles are you picking up here? Oof. Uh, I know. It's, I'm it tastes like beer. Kind of tone deaf to it, but it's sweet, but it has a bite. Yeah. There's no fruit flavor. It's not fruity at all. It's, it's, it's not hoppy. It's more yeasty than it is hoppy. Yes. For sure. Tastes more like uh, sourdough bread than it, it does a, hoppiness. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'd say it's like um, just a stronger lager. Yeah, but it doesn't sense, have you know? that bite, though. Like, um, Dos Equis Lager has that shitty bite on it. And Sam Adams has a little bit different of a flavor. I know yeah, it's Yeah, but Mexican those are beer. shitty lagers, you know. <laughs> I didn't mind Sam Adams so much, but this is a much smoother... Lager, I think it almost feels like it has a creamy touch to it, not quite stout cream, uh-huh. but it, it's easy all yeah. the way through. This isn't a hard drinking beer. This is very, uh, very nice on the senses. Yeah, and we tend to categorize our beers um, with the season. What, when, when would you think is the appropriate time to enjoy said beer? Oh man, um, so, no, pop quiz, hot shot. <laughs> I think the time of year right now, spring, is perfect early spring um we had a nice 70 degree day and it's not laborious to drink this like evening barbecue basically perfect whenever that is like springtime summertime but like once the sun goes down it's a good just chillax that you can god i just said chillax shoot me in the fucking neck and we're we need to get them out we need to get yeah laborious chillax chillax chillaxing is laborious a nice mellow evening barbecue yeah you can eat and enjoy a few of them. Right. It's not going to fill you up. Nighttime comes around, you want something 
awesome to go with your burgers, something awesome to go with your Anything, what, really, whatever yeah. the fuck you're having, you know, corn on the cob, it's going to be fucking this beer. Yeah. And I think that, that sat- for me, it satisfies that urge. I you agree. Know, I think it's a good summertime barbecue beer. So on a scale of one to co Barroa. What would you uh, what would you give this bad boy? I'm thinking like 1980s Niners. Like it's that good. Like dynasty level. I think you may have nailed it first try. Yeah. This is Joe Montana good. Yeah, it is good. Not this my is... team. No. Still awesome. Yeah. Um, like Ronnie Lott, I'll cut off my finger rather than go on injured reserve and still play. Awesome. Yeah, I would say this is Danny Tanner good for sure. <laughs> he played for him, right? Yeah, I, I never watched Full House. Yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> I didn't either. Is Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Danny Tanner? Yeah, Ronnie Lott. Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier. He played <laughs> hockey for the Niners. It was cool. Mary Kate, Ashley. DJ. They're doing good now. Stephanie. Kimmy Gibbler. <laughs> oh, you never watched the show? Oh, I've never seen it. <laughs> I don't know any, anybody on it. Fuller House. I don't know. It's a good yeah. rehash, yeah, but like, yeah. it's no full out. Yeah. True I do fans. like 80, what, what do you think, 80, when they beat like the Bengals? Uh, yeah, Super Bowl champions, 1988. Alright, so, team beer on a scale of one to Cobros is the Super Bowl champion, 1988, San Francisco, 49ers. 49ers. There's a lot of numbers. A in lot there. of numbers. Yeah. Why name your team after a number? Pretty sure 49 is actually a good spot to start with the history of this beer sure i mean we kind of dabbled with a little bit of history with the beginning of how they made steam beer right but i believe that the original roots of this beer actually go back to 1849 hence the name 49ers because it was a gold rush beer oh shit yes tying it together and maybe that's why we got a gold label oh shit i guess that's gold it's not so much orange yellow it's gold to me now it's all coming together all coming together the dna of this brand is coming up uh millhouse the origin of this starts with a german immigrant yeah that came to san francisco during the gold rush yeah that'd be a gottlieb yeah i was gonna ask you how the fuck you say that breckel Gottlieb. Gottlieb. Record. It's Good. always easier with the accent. Uh, yeah, see, I can't do it. So it's like Gottlieb. It's like it's easier to pronounce beer. Well, it's like talking, names. speaking Italian with Johnny Biggs. Sure. Marinara. Oh, the marinara. Yeah, fucking Guido. <laughs> Your words. <laughs> Biggs, you're a Guido. <laughs> uh, so, so go to the uh, Breckel. <laughs> Good to me. Oh God! I started doing it in Italian. Good to me. Good to me, No. Good to Now that's Russian. Shit! I'm all crossed up. It's funny because they. So this this German immigrant though, like, is credited for starting Anchor Brewing, even though he technically didn't actually start Anchor Brewing. He just bought an old beer and billiards saloon and turned it into a brewery. Yeah, sounds pretty legit. Because. You were going to set up your... They weren't thinking on terms of distribution. They are thinking on terms of, like, there's a bunch of Niners here. Or, uh, Miners here. Niners. Niners, too. Yeah, Niners. makes sense. Yeah. Um, they're trying to dig gold out of them, their hills. They're going to be thirsty and thirsty for whores. So what should we do? Roll out of women. Let's make beer. The interesting part is that he didn't buy it until 1871, though. So he was there for... 22 years or something like that, right? God, those were the party years, weren't they? Oh, yeah. And like, I mean, oh, maybe he, he probably tried his hand at mining. Who fucking knows? Yeah. Who knows? But he, um, sorry, he eventually bought the billiards and beer saloon and eventually turned it into a brewery, right? Yeah. They made their own beer there on hand because they couldn't get it there without it spoiling. Right. So they're like, we got to make it here. Whiskey, we can drag anywhere. Beer, we got to make on site. They're a little isolated. California back in the day, really much on its own island, especially during times of horses. You know, you have to cross the Rockies from the east to get over here. And so the people that did, they were left to their own devices. Yeah, there's no uh, interstate. (laughs) No, no. The Teton Pass is a motherfucker without a car. So, yeah, Rockies are a motherfucker, and you're trapped to your own deal. Stuck to your own devices, make beer. Yeah, make your own fucking beer. DIY. So that's technically when uh, the brewery, the the idea of 
Anchor Steam Beer being made was born, but it didn't actually become Anchor until 1896. Yes. I don't know what brought about the name. Do you know? Uh, As far as, I, I mean, even on their website, they don't really have a direct reasoning. I think they just said that it was because of the shipping industry at that time, like, late 1800s and you know what a cool you know, symbol is san francisco san francisco's a giant port you know like you want a sick logo yeah i also think that yeah they chose Fucking well anchor yeah yeah you anchor. chose wisely okay. indiana jones <laughs> daca jones daca jones but yeah so in 1896 another german a different german another one by the name of ernst f baruth baruth you say it. i can't like i can't do the german ernst f baruth and his son-in-law, Otto Schnickel Jr. <laughs> Otto Schnickel sounds like like the nasty of porn moves, dude. <laughs> or just like a type of shit. Otto Schnickel. It sounds something dirty in it's, German. It, and it's only worth a nickel. A schnickel. An Otto Schnickel is only <laughs> worth one nickel. Like, what's an Otto Schnickel? Sorry you had to ask. <laughs> So many dicks in your face. You're now ruined. hand me a nickel. And I will show you. <laughs> I, do not. I actually just knee slapped like an old man. God damn it. So what do these two little Germans do? Uh, they bought the brewery that that other German go to Lieb opened up. And they're actually the ones that chose the name Anchor. Cool. Good yeah, choice. Which, yeah, way to go, Schnickel and Einhorn. Uh, no, Schnickel and Baruf. Borat and yeah, Einhorn. Borat and Einhorn. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Schnickel and Schwinkter. Um Nike and company. But they they ended up naming it Anchor, and it was, they just started making the, the Anchory, Anchor Brewery. Like, that's, yeah, it was that's just where like, it came from. It was 1896, and they have that on the beer, like, since 1896, correct? I don't think they claimed 49 or... No, 1896. And it's yeah. just kind of a smaller building. It's not like a gigantic brew house, which you're thinking of, maybe, or at least what's entering in my mind, Grapes. It's uh, just, it was a two-story building, and one of um, the lower part was kind of forced out, and on that rooftop, that's where they cooled the beer. So from a distance, it may look like it was on fire, but it was actually on steam. On steam. On steaming. So that was 120 years ago. Uh, 110 years ago in 1906 is when a series of unfortunate events occurred. I got to preface this with, like, these motherfuckers made a deal with, like, a gypsy. Sorry if that's not the proper nomenclature or term for oh, fuck that. those that are gypsies. They got gypped. Yeah. Or they built their brewery on ancient Indian burial ground or something, because I swear yeah. to God, they're fucking cursed. Yeah. Like, for, for whatever reason, they like the their curse lasted, was like... 50-year we'll, curse. We'll let, you, we'll let you chill for 10 years, and then we're going to fuck you real hard. Real hard. By all accounts, they were successful for 10 years, and then, boom, uh, co-owner Ernst Berth dies suddenly. Doesn't say why. Yeah, just dies. Natural causes? Yeah, sure. Not explained. Yeah. Nondescript. Well, if getting choked by a ghost Indian is natural causes, then yes. Oh, dude, shadow people. Yeah. Uh, and then two minutes later, the giant earthquake of 1906 fucking hits and just destroys the building. Burns down. Yeah, just just gone. Just no more brewery. Consumes the brewery, and then. It turns to 1907, you're like, okay, new year, new start. Take a breath, got some insurance money, we can do this again. We can do this again. Uh, They had just opened their new location. Yeah. And Otto Otto Schnickel Schnickel? Jr., he's run over by a streetcar. Otto Schnickel run over by a streetcar? Yeah. The train, of the slow-moving train. Yeah, the streetcar. With no doors, all open for commuters. In 1906. When you don't have an iPhone to look at, you don't have... You're not texting and driving. You might have a newspaper to read, but who reads their newspaper that fucking close? Like, there's no reason you should be hit by something that is on tracks. You got hit by something slower slower than a horse. Yeah, I don't know. Most accounts, probably. Well, San Francisco's got some hills. They probably hauled ass going down there. Mm, Yeah. Maybe? Uh, And by hauled ass, I mean like 30 miles an hour. Yeah, he couldn't avoid... At a streetcar. 
The thing that she cares, though, is that they're on tracks. Yeah. Their destination is predetermined. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of know where a streetcar is. Yeah. Basically. The shadow people pushed him into the train. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever the gypsy was like, "Eh, there you go, fuckers. Oh, man. Bad deals, man. Anchor was actually the name of the people that used to own this territory that you built your the brewery, Anchor tribe your, your is fire very water proud. upon. Very proud, but you killed a lot of people. Yeah. Your firehouse building, your fire water building will never survive here. <laughs> yeah, I hope it turns, your steam turns to fire. Teardrop. Don't litter. But, fortunately, those two dead Germans were saved by another couple of Germans. Really? Another? Yeah. Jesus, God, where all these Germans come from? Germany, um, duh. Yeah, Sorry. I jumped on it, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I'm. it says German brewers. I'm assuming they were brewers for the brewery. But it's uh, Joseph Krauss and uh, August Mayer. Sure. They also bought it with a liquor store owner named Henry... You gotta help me with this one. Tight, tight gen. What the fuck? Tight gen, like not a loose gen, but a tight gen. Tight gen. Oh, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think you know. I'm gonna roll with it. I'm gonna say tight gen. Tight gen. Tight What was his first name? Henri. Henri Tijan. That sounds a little Frenchish. So it's Joe Joseph Krauss, August Mayer, and liquor store owner Henry. Tijan. Tijan. They basically kept. Anchor going. Until Prohibition? Yep. Any incidents before that? No. No, that was it. I mean, this this is in 1906, so they lasted 14 years, and then it's like, oh, yeah, here's another part of the curse. Boom. Boom. Beer's illegal. You're out of business for 13 years, motherfucker. (laughs) It's funny. Their their website, which I highly recommend, go to Anchor Brewing's website. It's awesome. It's well done. They've got a great blog on there. Um, list events yeah very engaging new content all just the time. well like well designed they probably use fucking square face square face yeah 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 have to squaw face squaw face squaw face um but it uh <laughs> they claim on their own <laughs> website that uh it's not known what happened during prohibition it's kind of this tongue-in-cheek thing right like that, we didn't do anything yeah, yeah you did because you so, stayed in business, you kept your brand, you kept your building afloat. Yeah, it's like there's no evidence of us doing legal or illegal activities during that time, which means the books were burned or whatever. Like, they were bootlegging. Yeah. That's my only guess. Like, there's no beer company that, like, say, stayed around and doesn't have records of what they did if it wasn't legit. You know? Yeah, like, it would have been said if they, like, they were squatting on gold. Or if they are making near beer or making milk or whatever, like... Making an honest living. Yeah, no. They, uh, no, no, we uh, are even like, yeah, we're bottling fucking soda or whatever, bitter, yeah. whatever you know, bottling shit. Our no, people, not our, even. Our people are shady, dude. Germans? Yeah, they are. They like their beer. They're not going to be told whether or not they can fucking drink it. Yeah, and I think that makes them angry when they can't. Uh, so, what happened after the Prohibition years? 1933. Dateline. Ty reads. Uh, 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 in 33, they resumed operation like nothing happened. It was still uh, Joe Krause, Joseph Krause. And they still were making steam beer by their methods. Um, you know, still calling that shit on the rooftops. However, the gypsy curse... Comes back? Yeah. Full force. Full force. Go that ahead. year. The year prohibition is repealed. What went down? Uh, the reopened brewery goes up in smoke. God damn it. You can't catch a break. <laughs> God. So, Joe Kraus reopens it uh, in an old brick building. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe stay away from timber. Big, big bad wolf can't <laughs> blow down brick. Let's try that. And he opens up with a new partner named Joe Allen. Um, that sounds way more American. They open up just a couple blocks away from the historic brewery from where the actual... The smoldering remains? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> from where the actual brewery is today. Oh, today. Oh, yeah, okay. So gotcha. They kind of had that area of San Francisco locked down. I wish I knew more, like, San Francisco geography. I would be dropping street names, but, like... I'm not privy. I've never been. I need to go. Oh, it's fucking beautiful there. I love it. I don't... Fu- I couldn't tell you fucking north from south. It's all, like, uphill or downhill. And maybe the water's that way, maybe not. Yeah. 
but it's a base. It fucking has all cleared up on yeah. direction. Yeah. Yeah. That said, like they survived, like reopening, having their building burned down, and then reopening, re reopening, from thirty three to fifty nine. I mean, that's a good twenty six year run. Yeah, but in the fifties, they had some quality control issues. Like the beer was getting shitty. It was turning sour on them. People are getting bummed out on the flavor. Yeah, it's called refrigeration, man. You gotta get on. <laughs> yeah, and then they'll just stop steaming your beer up with bird shit. Yeah, too much pigeon dung <laughs> hanging out in your fucking beer. That's not bad. Um, it might get you crunk though. That and I think the uh, Pilsner craze and the mega brewery craze during the fifties and advertisement. I think that's the main thing. Yeah, really started wiping away a bunch of breweries. So well, we you go- started seeing like the Millers, the Anheusers, the. Yeah. Kurs just explode. Kurs less so, but like Miller Anheuser just kind of being the popular beer and being bottled. Yeah. You know, and distribution, and, advertising. Yeah. So we go from having about 4,000 breweries to 70. Yeah. In a short period of time. Yeah, exactly. And it's also like, I mean, there was that boom right after Prohibition. So it's like everyone wants beer. And it's don't like, get drunk. It doesn't matter if you had beer before because now it's like everyone kind of realized that that this is an opportunity to make money like yeah. oh shit this is legal again i'm gonna do it's it's kind of like how marijuana dispensaries are now yeah. like there is one, tons of them i can't go fucking more than five blocks be, until i see one you know like they're everywhere they're like fucking starbucks back in the fucking 90s like it's retarded yeah but they're not owned by a particular chain yet. Right, exactly. So, like, once that chain kind of takes hold. That or once people realize, like, oh, weed's legal, it's not this giant, like, spark in the pan. Like, the shitty ones are going to die out. You yeah. know what I mean? True. Yeah, like, and have the to shitty be... breweries either got bought up or died trying. Exactly, and, exactly. you know, the ones that are good at their craft stayed afloat. But Anchor Steam was starting to get bad at their craft until 1959, where they actually kind of get shut down, or do they? Well, yeah, just a temporary. Yeah, you're right. It was shut down in '59, um, just because I think Kraus and Allen couldn't keep it going, or whatever. Like they just it wasn't happening, and but thank God it was re. It was bought and reopened in 1960. So it wasn't too long that it was shut down. No, yeah, it seems like less than a year total, you know. Um, and it was bought by Lawrence Stees. Stees nuts. Stees nuts. I don't love them hoes. It still feels like the Gypsy Curse. Hey, did curses. Lawrence get at you? <laughs> did Lawrence get at me? Lawrence Stees. Stees nuts. Stees nuts. <laughs> I don't know how the joke goes. <laughs> hey, did Stees get at you? Who Stees who? Lawrence Stees. Stees. Stees nuts. Yeah. No? We're not good at joke telling. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Welcome to you guys. our podcast. Yeah, so he rebought it and uh, just kept it kept it alive, basically. Stees nuts did his job. Did his goddamn job. And then 1965 happens. Our savior. Yeah, they were struggling until 1965 when a certain... Savior. Savior comes. This savior of ours hears that the brewery's about to be shut down. He loves the beer. It's his favorite of old beers. It's his old college beer, hanging out at Stanford, knocking a few back. Yes, he is a Stanford grad. Hard to do. Uh, But yeah, he hears that it's about to close and decides to buy it. And the name of this savior is Fritz... Maytag. Maytag. Yes, from Maytag Appliances. Grandpappy started <laughs> Maytag Appliances. Um, his first endeavor was in milk, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think it was, well, their company in general was just Maytag Dairy. Oh, uh, gotcha. And then they eventually turned into the appliances i think how do you go from washing machines to milk or did it go the other way around well i think they were dairy and then they were like figured out a machine to wash stuff i don't really know this isn't a podcast about uh appliances but anyways maytag appliances (laughs) they're now owned by uh world 
pool. Fucking GE, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyways, they got money. Their their founder, their founder's son, I guess. Grandson. Grandson was like, yeah, fuck the appliance business. I'm getting into beer. I like beer. My favorite beer is about to be shut down in 1965. So fuck it, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy 51 percent and take it over. It seemed like he learned a lesson or two from the dairy industry because he brought in quality control like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Because this dirty fucking pigeon shit beer finally went indoors, finally got legit, finally got filtered through. They started some new processes, and he educated himself from the back end to the front office the right way. So he went through every facet of brewing with this company. That's pretty fucking impressive. And still, at this point in 1965, they weren't bottling this beer. Still on draft, on location. This was an international beer. This was just a regional beer. Guess how much he uh, bought it for? Like a couple thousand? 1965. 1965. He buys 51%. 51. Okay, so he bought more than half. Controlling stake was 51%. Right, yeah, exactly. How much? A few thousand dollars. Fuck. Yeah. I, w- I would have done that, too. Yeah, which, I mean, I guess... Pretty solid investment now. But it, uh, in doing so, he kept it from going into bankruptcy. Yeah. Uh, they started bottling it in 1970. So... Um, so, in 1971, uh, Maytag learned the bottling process from scratch. Uh, that being he said, just, he, he just figured it out on his own? Yeah, he made glass from silicone and fire... Made his own bottles. No, I don't know. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I thought you were serious. Like, wow. Whoa, wow. dude. This is he's a time. glass blower. <laughs> a he fucking, he hand-designed each label. Color so, me impressed, Mr. Freeze. With the red and blue and green and gold marker and the way he went. <laughs> it, 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 however, was like the first time they bottled the Anchor Steam in like modern times. Like they hadn't been yes. doing it since. Which is late in the game. He, uh, yeah himself how to do that shit and it's it's kind of awesome like if you go onto their website there's a great photo of uh i'm guessing fritz in like 1971 like wearing collared shirt tie standing by i'm assuming everyone that works at the brewery and they all look like just fucking dirty hippies you know this, like this, a bunch of long hairs but they're all wearing like anger seam shirts that look dope like they look cool their work shirts their only clean shirt he's micromanaging in the corner yeah and then he's standing in front of them like Twirling total square like Ugh. I've got a tie on and glasses but do your job hippie he's the reason that we have this beer so like I, can, I mean I can't talk shit it's just a cool mm. photo I, yeah, I appreciate no, no. it yeah I'm, I'm right there with um, you but yeah so by 1975 they started like making other Right. They did, yeah, they did a porter, um, a Liberty Ale. Uh, they do a seasonal Christmas. They did a barley wine. Um, I think they still might do the Christmas ale every year, which is kind of cool. They do keep their seasonal varieties uh, afloat. Yeah, and they you know, also like at this. You have to understand, like this is 1975. There wasn't the term like craft brewery. No, there wasn't like micro brewing like that, that's not this even is a miller thing. time yeah oh no this is miller this is fucking anheuser this is there's no press know, budweiser at its finest you know this like, is a treat oh oh Completely. i would i would be in heaven back in the day like all i'm drinking is fucking piss bud as much as we like banquet brew we love variety oh yeah yeah and we love and, richness and flavor we like it's the spice of life i would yeah. I, I can't drink the same beer Every single day. A good refrigerator is like a good toolbox. There's something for every occasion. And, and you got to keep it stocked. Yeah, you got to sure. keep it stocked, and you can't have all the same shit. And you get all the same shit, you get fucking bored. So, in that 1970s world, a lot of the same shit. You have this, blows your fucking mind. Yeah. And it's funny, because this all kind of like happens around the same time. Like, Anchor's doing this... Sierra Nevada doing their thing. They're just starting There's... their, um, his small, uh, he's not even doing his own beer. He's selling right. beer supplies at the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. But and it's then, an but idea then, of it. And then there's uh, Northern the California, from, yeah. uh, Sam Adams doing Massful. his thing on the west, yeah. or on the east coast. Like, it's, 
it's funny that it all kind of happened around the same time that everyone's like, oh shit, like... We get sick of this. Beer, like... Can be American beer kind of sucks. Like, yeah. what if we made it taste like beer from elsewhere or just better what in general? What happens when you go to Oktoberfest <laughs> in Germany? You're like, whoa. Uh, anyways. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> So, yeah, they killed it throughout the 70s, and then, like, uh, August 13th, 1979, they brewed their first steam beer at their new location, location, which is their home today. I mean, they're still there. It's, yeah, it's on Mariposa Street. Okay. Never been there. Wouldn't know. Yeah. Finger Take El Segundo to Mariposa, and then you're right there. (laughs) There you go. There you go. (laughs) All you Californians can know where the fuck that is, because I don't. Um, and then 84, they celebrated their five-year anniversary of being at that location by producing their first wheat beer, which is actually the first wheat beer produced in America since Prohibition. Oh, shit. So it's like, boom, craft beer, motherfuckers. You're welcome. Yeah. Try that. I guess what? Uh, like this Some Belgians new. are drinking this shit. Maybe we should try it over here in the States. Yeah, we'll make our own. Yeah. So, I mean, that's 84. No one else is making it. And they're like, ah, we'll fucking do it. In America. In America. Yeah. Since Prohibition. Since Prohibition. So, it hadn't been made for, whatever, 51 years. I mean, that's that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I mean, they are at the forefront of this whole craft brewing microbrew sensation that is all the rage. Very understated, which really highlights that boner Jim Cock. As to being the biggest claiming butthole oh. in the microbrew game. Dude, Jim, Jimmy Cox is a fucking claimer. He just... I did it first. No, you just want to no. scream about it. Yeah. You're annoying. No, I, I got here first. No, <laughs> you silly. didn't. No. Yeah, no uh, dude, we've, we've been waiting we've, in line for yeah, a while. Yeah. No, no, no. I, 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 no, my, we've been my, here. My daddy put down my placard here uh, Good for you. Ago. Don't care. Sorry, cock. Eat it. <laughs> Eat a cock. Jimmy Cox. And also in the and 80s, they okay. did uh, some barley wine. I think you mentioned that, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big barley wine guy. No, they whatever. just kept... The, High five for them. I know in 89, they did an earthquake beer, which they still do, I believe, today, which was because of the earthquake. You'll Thank remember. God the gypsy curse had been broken. Yeah, because we need some weirdness. Not, the building did not collapse during that uh, World Series. Oh, man, I'm so glad he paid off those chips. Um, other than that, I mean, 93, they became the first brewery in the world with its own in-house distillery, which is kind of, kind of awesome. Yeah. I mean, making, making booze. And in, uh, 2005, not to jump too far ahead, no, but, I mean, um... It's really kind of where it's at. In, uh, Entrepreneurs Inc. magazine, the April issue, Maytag was named the seventh most fascinating, uh, entrepreneur. Uh, for, quote-unquote, setting limits. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty cool. 45 years after buying it, he finally retires in 2010. Yeah, sold out. And not sold out in I the worst say way. say sold out. Like he, he cashed in. He announced his retirement. Yeah. Uh, and he sold it to Keith Greger and Tony Foglio. Known... <laughs> Better yet, as former Sky Vodka executives. So they didn't sell to Sky specifically. They sold to their executives. Oh, I did not know this. Yeah. So they just run it as their own deal. And you know what? Good on you, fucking Fritz Maytag. Yeah. You know what? Like, I mean, you... Well, shit, how old does he have to be now? Yeah. I mean, he... But he came from money, but, like, didn't do what his family did. I mean, And he made his own money. Yeah. The hard way. But he, it's not even about making money. He made fucking beer. He made something that he loved. Like, the idea of, like, a dude that's like, I have this money. I'm fucking set for life. I am part of this, like, dynasty Yeah. that's coming down. Like, I, I have nothing to worry about. But my favorite beer is about to be ruined? Like, no, no, no. I'm going to fucking get, like, I'm going to invest my time in fucking making awesome beer. And I'm going to save this brewery that's been around since... The fucking gold rush, basically. Yeah, and he learned all facets of the job. Yeah. Learned how to brew it. Learned how to make it great. And made it better. And expanded the business. It wasn't like, I'm going to take all this money and make artisanal bobsleds. Dad, what do you think? Dad, dad, dad. Little known fact, he also played the Maytag repairman in the commercials. Damn, that's awesome. He did. 
Damn, you fooled me. I'm just lying to you. This <sighs> Tyler has no idea. Damn it. Other than that, like, I don't give a fuck really what they've done since then. They're still making good beer. Thanks for putting it in the freezer of our local grocery stores. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's still relatively popular. I don't see this on every corner store, but I, I, I see it enough. How often would you reach for this in the fridge? It's one of the. It's kind of a treat for me, honestly. In a seasonal way. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely seasonal and mood inspired beer. Like I'm like, oh fuck, I haven't had a Anchor Steam in a while. Yeah. I do. Whenever I see like a different variety than just their standard Anchor Steam beer, like another Anchor beer, worth trying. I get excited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll usually pick it up if it's like a pale or more of the variety that I like. Um, but that being said, that said too, I've had like, I've had four or five different flavors throughout my lifetime. And yeah, I, 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 I like to pick them up. I mean, I, I just don't I, see too I, many of them to be honest. Yeah. It's, it's a good go to, if I see it on draft, I know what I'm getting. It's a good, you know? to, good go to. We've lately just kind of like reached We've been drinking IPA up to our eyeballs, and we're like, God, I'm kind of getting a little fed up with the flavor. We need a little up variety. Up to our IPA balls. Yes. Yes. Sorry, what were you saying? I fucking punch it in this whole thing. <laughs> Kick the clown in the head. It is true, though. <laughs> like, we've been drinking nonstop IPAs. It's, yeah. It's ridiculous. And it's nice to have, like, I want something that has flavor, maybe not fucking a hop assault on my mouth it's a tasty it's, lager it is it's a tasty lager you know it's it's light enough that it doesn't uh assault your senses like fucking camo did oh that was the worst um all right so uh let's, i think that kind of brings us to the end yeah let's cap this thing off yeah um, new slogan zing. i think that yeah I, I guess we're trying to come up with our our latest of uh, outros. I like starting it with "Let's cap this thing off." I, that's a good one. Let's yeah. cap it off, listeners. We're open to suggestions. Email us if you have a better slogan than what we come up with. Email us and we'll read it. Yeah, Cobros Podcast at Gmail dot com. So, do you have a slogan for this beer? Um, I'd say don't be a lemur and drink a steamer. I say this is Cobro's podcast. I say fuck Cleveland. I want a San Francisco steamer. You would. <laughs> Lord knows what the fuck that is. Um, steamer, damn near killed her. <laughs> Not on my chest, just a steamer. <laughs> Grab the Saran wrap. I want a steamer. If it ain't steaming, I ain't creaming. Cobra's podcast. And we out. <laughs> Did I nail it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. it, do we have to concede? Yeah, we have to concede, maybe. No, no. I think we can, go, the whole thing to we be. can go out on that. <laughs> I would just also like to say uh, share this with a friend. Uh, follow, oh, yeah, tell your follow friends. Follow us on Instagram at Cobra's podcast, uh, SoundCloud at Cobra's podcast. Twitter, we're just kind of cyber squatting. Don't go there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we're just holding down that don't name so no one goes there. If you want to go to our website, that's at co no, not in that symbol. Just www.cobrospodcast.tumblr.com. If you want to go to our Facebook, it's just under Cobros Cast. Uh, any other fucking weird web presence that we have to no, do? No, I just have to say be a fifth one, right? Do the face Facebook shit. Do uh, Instagram. Don't worry about the rest. Yeah. But you can al- you can always email us. Oh, and the website the website's dope. Yeah, the website rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. by all so, means. A lot of people listen through there, so thank you. And guys. it's got all of the artwork too, which is all nice. All the arts. So as always, if it ain't steaming, I ain't creaming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm as yeah. I'm Tyler Palmer. This has been Cobra's Podcast. We oh, yeah. What are we gonna listen to? I don't know. I've not left my heart in San Francisco for the website.